Howdy swim fans, welcome to another episode of Whiteboard Wednesday. And on today's episode, I'm sharing with you guys how swimmers can continue to work out even without access to a swimming pool. Now, unfortunately, sometimes the swimming pool may be closed for unforeseen circumstances. Maybe you can't afford your swimming pool membership for a certain period of time or you just don't have time to make it to the pool regularly. And if that's the case, my answer to you guys is no pool, no excuses. In this video, we're gonna talk about how to view this as an opportunity to work on a few different things outside of the water. And if you do have access to a gym or any kind of dry land space, a few different workout ideas, how you can structure a workout outside of the water. If you're new to my swim pro, welcome. We share the latest and greatest to help you improve your performance and health. But let's get right into it. The first thing I want you to do is change your mindset around not having access to a pool and think about this as an opportunity, an opportunity for what you might ask, an opportunity to focus on injury prevention. This is an incredible opportunity for you to focus on the key areas of your body that can fall weak and potentially get injured if you swim regularly. And these workouts will actually help you in your daily life to make sure that you don't hurt yourself. Some prime areas where swimmers normally hurt themselves are your shoulders, your knees, your lower back, and you can also improve your flexibility. So there's a number of different exercises and workouts that you can do to improve your flexibility, range of motion, and reduce your chances of injury. I am going to link a few different articles in the description, so if you're not following my Swim Pro, make sure you're subscribed to get the latest and greatest on how you can follow all of these awesome tips. Check them out, linked in the description. The second opportunity for you is to focus on body weight exercises. Now these types of movements outside of the water actually leverage your body for a full range of exercises, compound movements. You can really hit every single part of your body even with limited range of motion. So that's what's great about swimming is the fact that you can really do it in any physical state that you're in. You can still do a lot of different body weight dryland exercises without having full range of motion. And in the description, we're gonna link the Whiteboard Wednesday on all the different dryland activities that you can do that'll help you in your strength and conditioning pursuits for swimming or any other type of activity. Uh, a few examples of these are planks, push-ups, squats, bridges, things that engage your hamstrings, glutes, and lower back. You can also do a lot of different core work, core exercises to strengthen the surrounding muscles of your diaphragm, which will help you not only in swimming, but in life and prevent injuries. The third type is strength training. Now this would involve some piece of equipment. So rather than a bodyweight exercise, which you're leveraging just your body, a great way to get a workout in if you don't have a swimming pool is to hit the gym. Now if your gym happens to be closed in the same facility as your swimming pool, that's not gonna work. But with just a few pieces of equipment, you can get a monster workout in. And a few pieces of equipment might include TRX suspension cables. There's a whole number of different workouts and series of exercises that you can do. I'm gonna link in the description a bunch of different exercises that you can do for swimming that'll help you in, I guess, every type of activity with TRX suspension cables. So make sure you check it out, linked in the description. There's another piece of equipment that I love. It's called the medicine ball, right? This could be anywhere from one kilo, two kilos, 10 kilos. I've seen up to 20 kilograms. That's pretty heavy, don't use that unless you're an expert. So there's a number of different exercises you can do and I'm also gonna link in the description a whole number of different exercises that you can do with a medicine ball that really engage your entire body and this delivers a little bit higher impact, 
higher intensity. Not to say that you can't get an outstanding workout just with body weight, but by strength training, you get a higher impact total body workout using these different pieces of equipment. If you do have access to a gym, this really extends to everything that includes dumbbells and barbells and machines, so you can do bench press, squats with a rack, all that good stuff. Now the fourth is somewhat applicable depending on your circumstance. It's called go open water swimming. Now we all you know, are familiar with what it means to go swimming in a pool, but maybe it's time to explore the open water. And if you live in a geography that you have this available to you at the right time of the year, open water swimming is a fantastic form of cardio. And if it's available to you and you have access to it, but you might not have access to a swimming pool, go right in. I will put the safety disclaimer that you should think safety first, do not swim by yourself, make sure you're swimming with someone, whether it's a guide boat, kayak, another swimmer. If you have one of those flotation pull uh, buoys to pull behind you, to put all your stuff in, make sure you're safety first. But if you have availability to go in the open water, hit the beach, get a tan while you're at it, sounds pretty good, go open water swimming. Now if that's all not available to you, there are other forms of fitness to get a good workout in that are not swimming or lifting weights or anything like that. There's a few different options to get your cardio. That's what we love about swimming. It's a great total body workout, but it's a great aerobic activity because it's sustained over a period of time. It's great endurance. A few different exercises to consider, spinning, cycling, whether it's at home on your own bike or you go outside and get some fresh air and go for a bike ride, Totally awesome way, it's low impact to get that aerobic uh, cardio component. You can also go running, but let's be real, swimmers do not normally like running, but if you like running, that's awesome. Let me know in the comments if you're a runner, hit the running. Um, there's also high intensity interval training, which can be a good form of cardio. What is high intensity interval training? We'll talk about it, talk about workout structure in just a little bit, but high intensity interval training is a combination of these types of body weight or strength training activities, one after another so that you get this sort of continuous burn, and it's a very good way to aerobically engage your body. It's not quite as good as swimming from an aerobic perspective, but it's gonna get pretty darn close. Some different alternatives to these other forms of activity include things like yoga, rock climbing, you name it. Let us know in the comments what your favorite type of activity, weight training session, or drill is. Let us know in the comments. We'd love to hear what you guys think. Now, how do you structure a workout out of the pool? So we've realized, okay, we don't have access to the water, we can't go swimming. What are we gonna do to make sure we stay in shape, whether it's for a month or three months or more, where you're not gonna see the water and you really wanna stay in shape and get that physique. So I recommend you start with a dynamic warm-up. Now these are ordered A, B, C, D, E. They are in, not in this order, but you should start with a dynamic warm-up and then whether you choose one of these options that follow is 100% up to you. Always start with a dynamic warm-up. What does that mean? This is how you get your heart pumping. It activates the nervous system. It'll improve your performance and increase your flexibility, therefore preventing injury. Now, it won't prevent injury, but it'll reduce your chances of injury because your body is stimulated and warmed up to do the activities that will follow. An example of dynamic warm-up means moving your body and not holding it static. That's the difference between dynamic and static stretching. So an example would be something like arm swings. You're moving your arms back and forth, you're getting the shoulders nice and activated, you're spinning your arms, right? That is a dynamic movement, dynamic warm-up. The static version of that would be just holding your arm and feeling the stretch. Maybe you're stretching your hamstrings, you got your leg out. That would be a static activity. You do that at the end of your workout and that will help you improve your flexibility, but that will reduce your performance if you do it in the beginning of your activity. So something to keep in mind. Start with a dynamic warm-up, 
then you have a few different options of how you want to structure the workout. Now, I will remind you, check out the Whiteboard Wednesdays about how to train with TRX suspension cables, how to train with a medicine ball, and the dryland training activities. These three different Whiteboard Wednesdays with articles linked have actual structured workouts that you will follow. These are a few different overviews of how the structure of the workout can be formatted. So if you want to write your own workout or you want a little bit more explanation of how those workouts are actually constructed, stay tuned. So interval training is the first way that you can do this. Interval training is very similar to swimming interval training. It's time-based, so you're working off of a rest interval for two or more rounds. So an example of how this actually works, you're gonna go 30 seconds in a plank, and then you're gonna go 30 seconds rest. So there's a set period of time that you're gonna do a specific activity. Maybe it's push-ups, maybe it's squats, maybe it's pull-ups, maybe it's something with a TRX band. So you'll go a certain period of time, whether it's 10, 20, 30 seconds or more, and then you'll have a segmented amount of rest. Now it's really important that you figure out how much rest and how long you're gonna do the activity before you do it. It's not really good if you just say, I'm gonna do push-ups until failure, and then you can't do push-ups again because you've already collapsed your body. So make sure you have a reasonable period of time that you're doing the activity that you can do for at least two or more rounds, because if you can only do it once, then it doesn't really count as interval training, and you're gonna lose the aerobic high-intensity interval component of that specific activity. So I recommend anywhere from two, three, four, five rounds of interval training. And you can see how we can combine interval training into counting repetitions. So repetitions is more how people traditionally think of strength training and how people think about swimming if they don't have a competitive swimming background. This is where you complete two to five rounds or more based on the number of repetitions that you take for the specific activity. In practice, here's an example with push-ups. You're gonna go 10 push-ups, and then you're gonna take a break, and then you'll do it again. So that break could tie in interval training where you have a segmented amount of rest, which I recommend. It could be a range, it doesn't have to be exactly 30 seconds, maybe 30 to 40 seconds. So you're gonna go 10 push-ups, 30 seconds rest. 10 push-ups, 30 seconds rest. And before you do this, you know how many rounds that you're gonna do. So in this example, maybe we're gonna go five rounds of 10 push-ups, then we're gonna take 30 seconds rest. For push-ups, there's a whole number of different variations that you could do. Maybe you're gonna start out with narrow grip push-ups and wide grip push-ups, diamond push-ups. If you can't do a full push-up with your body weight, you can go on your knees. There's a lot of different variations and that can make this very, very interesting so you don't get bored doing the same thing over and over, which I highly recommend. Next, we're gonna talk about circuit training. This is probably one of my favorites. There's small types of circuits where you go two or three activities in a row and you repeat them, or you can go five or even 10 activities in a row. This is where high intensity interval training kicks into gear. So this is multiple movements, one after another. Here's an example. We're gonna go three rounds. We go 10 push-ups, immediately followed by 10 squats, immediately followed by 10 leg lifts. Ooh, working the core. Then we're gonna go 10 Russian twists. You can even add a medicine ball to those Russian twists, really crank it out. So you're gonna go four activities, one after another, then you're gonna take interval, you're gonna take a break for whatever period of time you decide, then you're gonna do it all over again. I recommend going again, two, three, four, or five rounds, and the number of activities you put one after another will vary how long your circuit becomes. So a circuit should have at least two or three, otherwise it's superset, which we'll talk about in just a second. So I recommend anywhere from three to 10 different activities. You might need to write them down so that you don't forget the order of what you're doing and go right into them. You also can do this not by repetition, you can do this by time. So you can do interval training paired with circuit training. So you'll go instead of 10 push-ups, you're gonna go 30 seconds of push-ups. Then you're gonna go 30 seconds of squats. 
Then you're gonna go 30 seconds of leg lifts and you either do as many as you can or as fast as you can in that time period, maintaining good technique. Technique is important for all of this. If you don't have good technique, you're gonna hurt, hurt yourself. So make sure your technique is on point, refer to those videos for how it should be done and you're gonna go three rounds of that. Now the last example of how you can do these types of structured workouts outside of the water is something called a superset. Now a superset takes the concept of interval training or counting repetitions combined and you're gonna go one exercise immediately followed by another exercise, then you're gonna take a break. So it's like a mini version of circuit training, but the idea of pairing two different types of workouts is to give you the high intensity element of doing one of them with the aerobic endurance benefit of doing one after another without taking a break between them. Now there is some fancy science of what types of exercises you pair with each other, but for this general example of this video, we're gonna talk about uh, an example where you go five rounds, where you're gonna go 10 push-ups, supersetted with 10 squats. Now these are two very different activities. The push-up is core and upper body, working on your chest push, and the squats is a lower body, still core engaged activity. There is a benefit to doing different kinds of workouts, different body groups. You can pair that. If you have any questions about that, let us know in the comments. And finally, in the comments, since we're talking about the comments, let us know what your favorite activity is or workout outside of the swimming pool. So we all know that you love swimming, that's why you've gotten to this video. Let's say you don't have access to a swimming pool for whatever period of time and whatever reason, let us know in the comments what your favorite workout is outside of the water. Maybe you love hitting the bench press, maybe you love push-ups, maybe you love doing external rotations for your rotator cuff, maybe you love planks, I love planks, great core workout. Let us know in the comments. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Whiteboard Wednesday where we share how swimmers can continue to work out without access to a swimming pool. Let us know in the comments what your favorite type of activity and workout is outside of the pool. If you're interested in more strength and conditioning and dryland workouts, make sure you check out the My Swim Pro blog linked in the description below. Happy training!